What's going on, guys? I'm back. This is Paul. This is Pauline Theology, and we are on our daily devo, Amos chapter 2, 6 through 16. If you haven't read it yet, go ahead and check it out. Go ahead and stop the tape, stop the recording, or I guess you're not recording, but stop it, read it, come back, and then we'll answer the questions. If you already have read, let's jump into it, man. So what do we got? What 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 is Amos saying today for us? What is he saying? Well, he is doing his final judgment, uh, the, the judgment on the people of Israel, the country of Israel. So previously, it's been every other country. So even though Amos was speaking to Israel, it's not been about them yet. So think think about it like they would. They probably think, man, we're good. <laughs> Look, prophesied about Phoenicia, prophesied about um, the uh, uh Damascus prophesying about uh, all these other countries, but not us. And then it gets closer and closer to them, and they start prophesying about Moab. You know, that's that's kind of like a cousin country. And then Judah, that's that's a that's a sister country. And then now, about them, it's hit home now. It's here. The fullness of the um, the the words of God, the wrath of God is about to come, and it's coming on the people of Israel. And why? Why is this wrath coming? Well, they have done some atrocious things. And in that atrocity that they have been doing to their own people, the social injustices that they have been doing to their people, it seems like they even are doing it in the name of the Lord. Uh, so some of the social is that they're, they're devaluing the life of humanity. Uh, they're devaluing the life of humans of people it says that they're selling a person for a pair of sandals they're 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 selling a person for a pair of sandals it's like dang that's how much a person is means to you and then it says that they are a father and a mother or um going into the same woman to defile the name of the lord and so what they're doing is probably doing it thinking that they are bringing glory and honor to him but because they are so far from his law, they're defiling his name. It says they're taking bribes, uh, they're taking uh, and drinking wine from things that are supposed to be offered up to the altar. It says that they're drinking wine of um, of uh, uh, tithes or wine of uh, uh, pledge garments, and they're drinking this in the house of their God. See, because they're polluting the nature of what God has said do, and they're twisting it and doing what, um, they're twisting it and doing what they think God desires, which is far from what he does. And then, and then Amos, or Amos speaks the words of God, and then God says what he has done for them. He says, man, I, I, I saved you. I brought you out of the land of Egypt, man. I put you into a land that you did not possess. I, I gave the land to you. You were able to have it, man. He says, and the people that you defeated, man, they were so big and so mighty, so strong, and you had no ability to overtake them, yet you overtook them. And it was because of me. He says, did not I, was it not I? And even further, he says, man, I raised up prophets from you. I raised up Nazarites, leaders from your people, the people that were nothing. I made them great. He says, wasn't this what I did? He says, but what did you do? 
He says they turned from him. He said they told the Nazarite or they forced the Nazarites to drink wine, which was forbidden from him. That's the point is that he was calling for the corruption that the people of Israel were calling for the corruption of the Nazarites. And then it says you told the prophesy, prophets not to prophesy. It says you commanded them, demanded them not to prophesy. How horrible is this? It says, and because of this, the ones who are super strong won't make it. The ones who are super fast won't make it. Nobody's going to make it, man. He's like, when that day comes, it's going to be a bad day. A bad day. So what's the saying about God? What's the scripture saying about God? First, I think it's saying that God is gracious and patience. It says for the sins of three and then for four. So he gave the people of Israel a long time, a time which they could come back to follow him, to serve him, to honor him, to glorify him, to read his scriptures, to study him, and to do what he has called them to do, to obey the laws of the Torah. But they did not. He's gracious. Matter of fact, he's gracious in the fact that he gave them the land. He, knowing that this was going to happen because God is not, you know, he knows all things. He's not ignorant. And so knowing that this was going to happen, he gave them the land. And another thing, though, is that God is not a, a, a respecter of persons, man. That for, for everyone, he deals justly. Everyone, he deals justly. Uh, they don't get an end just because they're the people of Israel. Or they don't get to get away with stuff just because they're the people of Israel. Matter of fact, in the last episode, we talked about how he actually holds them more accountable for their actions. And so God is not a respecter of persons. Well, what's it say about man? Well, I think that when we stray from the law of God, we begin acting like the people that are all around us. You see, the, 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 the people of Israel began to pollute the law that God had created and began to uh, create, I guess, in their, their own sense, uh, what the pagan people around them were doing and saying that that was what God desired and what glorified his name. But it did not. The practices that they did with the, the man and the woman going to, or the man and his son going into uh, a woman to bring uh, what they would say to bring glory to God, that is a pagan ritual that they thought was going to give God glory, but instead defiled his name. It was blatantly against his law that he had outlined in Leviticus. That's what happens when we stray from the law of God. So how can we apply these things? How can we apply these truths to our lives? Well, I think it's uh, is to just remember what God has done for you in your life, how he has rescued you, how he's pulled you out of darkness. How he has made you, uh, um, has set you, and placed you into the heavenly places. That's what we need to remember. That is what we need to uh, continually teach ourselves and tell ourselves. That is the motivation for the actions that we should have. And that's why, that's why God reminds the people here of that. He's like, man, because I've done these things, he's like, I've called you to be better. And so I ask you guys this morning, man, as well as myself, hey, am I remembering what God has called me to do? And then am I living better because of it? Am I living better because of it? Man? So remind yourself of these things, man. Let them dwell on your heart. Let them dwell on the mind, the goodness of God today, my friend. I'll see you guys in the next episode.